Welcome back to How to Heal from Hurt and a Broken Heart, Part 4. In Part 3, we looked at brokenness and spoke about how to be rid of it. Now let us look at hurt. Hurt, though not as deep as brokenness and can often be gotten over in an instant or in a few hours, is just as dangerous. Hurt can be a sudden feeling of sadness experience when someone offends you, but it can also be allowed to fester for years. Constant repetitive hurt can lead to brokenness. When someone hurts you over and over again, hopelessness is often the result. Therefore, we must treat hurt feelings in the same way we treat brokenness, giving it to God and allowing him to heal you. In Zephaniah 3.17 it says, the Lord takes great delight in you. He will restore you with his love. He rejoices over you with, thing, with singing. We have a tendency to view God through the lens of the natural. We sub subconsciously believe that his ways are similar to that of the people we often look up to. We therefore think that he will treat us in the same manner. The people we love are often the ones that hurt us. And so, even though God tells us he loves us, we do not comprehend his love. God does not love like humans love. His love is an unconditional, incomprehensible love. He loves no matter what and never hurts us or leaves us broken. When you realize how much God loves you, then you will understand his need to wrap his arms around you and bring you restoration. God takes great delight in you, and he wants you healed. Now let's look at bitterness. Bitterness is an equally destructive emotion that comes as a result of an offense. Hebrew 12, 15 says, See to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble, and by it may it be defiled. If bitterness takes root in you, it can cause your spiritual life to deteriorate. It will become problematic and not only affect you, but those around you. Everything in your life begins to change. If you're not careful, your entire outlook on life and the world becomes different and you become aloof, cold, and often alone. In Proverbs 4.23, it says, Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. In other words, it is a source of life, or life flows from it. A bitter heart would, will ebb the flow of life through you and cause you to go along from day to day in meaningless, miserable existence. The Bible says, protect your heart. Keep out bitterness. Do not let it take root. If bitterness is in your heart, you have to uproot it. I said uprooted because often bitterness can be hidden or not admitted. No one is going to admit that their actions are as a result of bitterness. If you find yourself insincere, always holding onto a grudge, way too sensitive, easily offended, or having mood swings, you may be bitter. Bitterness will take away the abundant life that Jesus came to give you. John 10.10 10. This abundant life involves joy, peace, and health. Bitterness will rob you of all this. If you find that you are bitter, you may need to go before God, admitting it to him and asking him for your help, 
for his help. I already mentioned John 10.10 10, that states that Jesus came to give you life and life in abundance. His will for you is to live and not to merely exist. He has a plan for your life, the future of hope. If the type of life that Jesus has in mind for you is being hindered by bitterness, stay before God until you feel the bitterness in your heart begin to be uprooted. I'm sorry. Take days if you need to, fast if you need to, and then be diligent. Watch your behavior and guard your heart. Now let's look at the other um, issue that comes as a result of um, people breaking your heart. That's anger. Anger is a strong feeling of annoyance or hostility or both. The offense caused by your offender may make you indifferent or even hostile towards him. Your relationship is now breached and you begin to act in forceful or quiet opposition to that person. I know when I'm angry, I'm mostly very quiet about it. That does not mean in my heart I am not hostile. Anger does not have to be loud, but it is easily recognizable by you. You know how you feel and therefore know when you are angry. If we can learn to not get angry, then we would have saved ourselves a great deal of trouble. Wisdom is what teaches you to overlook an, an offense, to not even become angry at all. A person's wisdom yields patience. It is, it is to one's glory to overlook an, an offense. That's Proverbs 19.11. A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Wisdom will allow words of offense to roll right off your back. But let us say most of us are not there yet. Let us look at what to do when we become angry. Ephesians 4, 26 to 27 says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Most of us are familiar with the scripture, but the part I want to focus on is verse 27. Do not give the devil a foothold. We can be angry and, and not allow it to become sin. As soon as we recognize that we are angry, we have to put a stop to this emotion. Anger may be a sudden emotion that is almost uncontrollable. However, when that sudden emotion of anger overtakes you, do what the Bible says. Don't allow it to turn into sin. Meaning, don't respond to your anger in an ungodly way. Do not allow it to sit with you until the devil begins to use it. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires, James 1.20. Usually when you allow anger to stay, you begin to operate contrary to God's desire. Therefore, the thing to do is to not to allow anger to stay. Often when we are hurt repeatedly and by multiple people, we begin to live with anger. We are angry because we have entrusted our hearts to people that have trampled on it. We are angry because it has happened more than once and we now seem to be feeling a total lack of control when it comes to preventing this. We are angry because we do not deserve this type of treatment, especially if we have given much. We are angry for all manner of reasons and sometimes the feeling of anger stays and will not go away. This type of anger when it stays will often result in hate. We have to get rid of the anger that we are feeling towards the people that wronged us 
and even at times toward those who never wronged us at all. Anger becomes so contaminating that it spills over to the people who have nothing to do with why we are hurting. Hence the saying, hurt people, hurt people. Sigh, take a deep breath. You need a quiet space, just you and God at this moment. You and God know how to work through this anger that you are feeling. Remember, the power of God to heal is instant, but instant often depends on how much and how quickly you're willing to let go. It is not easy to let go. In your mind, someone has to pay for what you have gone through. What you don't understand is that someone has already paid. Jesus paid with his life that you can be free from all this destructive emotion and live unentangled and abundantly. He wants you free. He sacrificed because he looked down through the ages and saw you hurting. He knew that you would be in pain. He shed his blood to free you of the pain. Now that you know what the Bible says and what God thinks about each emotion, I want you to follow the eight steps in part five that will help you to heal from these emotions. So we have come to the end of part four. And in part five, there are four steps that I'm going to give you and that you need to follow and go through carefully. So in part five, you might need to take a while and go through these steps. Okay, so I hope this um, podcast series or these episodes on hurt and a broken heart have been helping you. And we have two more um, parts to go. We have part five and we have part six, and then that will conclude it. And if you have a message for me, you can send me here or you can go to my Facebook page, Jillian Henriquez or Sisters in Christ Worldwide. You can go to my website, JillianHenriquez.com, and you can send me a message to any one of these mediums. Um, you can also ask um, any questions that you have or any concerns or if you think you need to be spoken to or to be helped through this process of hurt and brokenness, you can also let me know by messaging me. I thank you so much for listening to this series and be there for part five. Um, continue through to the end. It is important and I hope you have been blessed. Thank you. God bless you.